helping people is what I'm all about. Just don't expect any good results. You gotta study back home because my exquisite derriere might make you say otherwise. Don't expect me to fight the power without creating a scene. Hello, and welcome to the Real Housewives of River Heights. My name is Jade Gregory, and as always, we have my wonderful and amazing fellow housewives, Tina. Hello, my beautiful dolls. How are you? <laughs> and Nikki. Hey, guys. And today we have special guest, Elise Chen. Yeah. <laughs> Elise, <laughs> feel free to tell everyone about yourself. So, uh, as a housewife, I met my husband at, uh, it was an art convention. Uh, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a uh, pretty snazzy kind of thing. It was, uh, specifically the national convention for artists who were about to snap and kill someone at any <laughs> So we, we had a lot in common. We, uh, yeah, there, there were a lot of, uh, de-stressors around just to make sure that no one kind of, you know, started something bad. And then we just, we got to talking, we are talking about art and seahorses, and yeah, it just went from there, and now we're happily married. <laughs> Wonderful, I love it. <laughs> As always, we have a spoiler warning for those who have not yet played the Nancy Drew video game series. And a not safe for work, there will be swearing, talks of alcohol, etc. So kick the kiddos out and let's get rolling. All right, y'all, today we will be discussing one of my personal faves, number four in the series, Nancy Drew and Treasure in a Royal Tower. Based on the book of the same title from the Nancy Drew Mystery Stories, number 128, released in 1995, the game was released not long after on August 1st, 2001 by Her Interactive. Our plot for the story is Nancy Drew is snowed in at the Wickford Castle Ski Resort in Wisconsin. Not long after she arrived, the castle's historic library was vandalized, and one of the guests was shouting that her room had been robbed. The castle was originally owned by a millionaire who had Marie Antoinette's tower from the Chateau Rochemont in France taken apart and rebuilt into Wickford Castle, but the entrance is hidden and sealed off. Nancy needs to explore the castle for clues and find her way into the Queen's Tower. Alright, who would like to go first talking about the plot? Okay, so we lo I love how everything started with a rich American dude who saw a tower in France, like an eighteen from the eighteenth century, with a lot of historical baggage? We're talking about a tower where, that uh, the Queen uh, visited a lot when she, when she was alive, and he loved it. And he was like, "I'm going to purchase it <laughs> and bring it to the America." Are we We're surprised? About, yeah, the American dream. You the know? French Revolution's the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> so like what screams more american dream than just uh, walking in a foreign country seeing a castle liking it and just purchasing and bringing it to your home country what could be better than that you want to what's yeah. funny about that is that america did not help out when the french began to revolt but the French helped the American, yeah. <laughs> the Americans. That was a whole thing that they didn't deliver. They didn't. Wasn't it like during the Revolutionary War they had promised, like, "Oh, when it's your turn, we'll help." And then they yes. Didn't. If you've listened to Hamilton the musical, yeah, that's <laughs> what I know that. 
I was like, man, you guys are really up on your history. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know that. I've listened to Hamilton way too much. <laughs> oh, believe me, they are the historical nuts. I'm just here drinking. Yeah, I, I feel dumb. <laughs> oh, now. I. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Leave. I took every history <laughs> class possible in college, like a weirdo. So, yeah, that's me as a person. <laughs> Uh, I can help you with Can- Canadian history a bit, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think it will fit in any games except maybe Icicle Creek. But yeah, honestly, though, in Icicle Creek, I'll still be drunk. So <laughs> I won't be any help. <laughs> so here's the real historical question. Is it true that chocolate milk was invented in 1920? I actually don't know. I... I can definitely say that it was not invented by Ezra Yeah, that's Wakeford. what I was about to say. Okay. <laughs> we were on the same page. I will do, I'll quickly Google that, though. I am definitely not Googling I can hear your keyboard. <laughs> um, it was... Okay. When was chocolate milk invented? Mm-hmm. Uh, Google says the 1700s, oh, but it's not, it's not entirely known. I feel like it was probably one of those things that was invented in China in like 2000 BC. Yeah, fireworks were invented in yeah, China. It, it says <laughs> that uh, like drinkable cocoa was because cocoa is like indigenous to the Caribbean islands. So I, technically it was invented in Jamaica because that's where like hot cocoa came from. That's an so interesting place like, for that to be invented considering the climate. So yeah, yeah so <laughs> sweating in humid weather. Mm, can't wait for some hot cocoa. That's all. This that's all. <laughs> this article I found said that basically it was kind of a combination of things. So cocoa was native to Jamaica, and they would drink it mixed into water. But when the Europeans came to Jamaica, um, and they tried it, they decided to try it with milk because they didn't like the taste of cocoa and water. And that's how hot chocolate came about, or chocolate milk, because they mixed milk, sugar, and cocoa. So it's kind of like a cross-cultural thing. I will say hot cocoa and milk is superior to hot cocoa and water. Oh, definitely. The texture is so much better. (laughs) So Europeans, you did one thing right. (laughs) I had no idea that cocoa with water was a thing. I, But when I read the packages, I'm like, hey... (laughs) Anybody, does anybody drink this with water? That's yeah, because the hot chocolate instructions will always say use boiling water. And I'm like, it's so much better with milk, though. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it'd be like eating cereal with water. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we will let the Americans pass on, or let the <laughs> or Europeans pass on that. Yeah, we'll let, we'll let the U- Europeans get away I with I mean, this. to be fair, I used to make it with water until I became an adult. <laughs> that's fair jade jade <laughs> i was a small child my mommy would make it for me she made it with water bring it up with her oh, a true a true traumatic childhood um personally for me i really dig the plot but i'm also a big history nerd so it makes sense but i also um like the idea of Marie Antoinette not being the bad guy that everyone makes her out to be. Because yeah. a lot of historians are finding that, I mean, think about it. She got married at age 15, became a monarch at age like 17, 18. She was a mm-hmm. child. 
she didn't know any better and next thing you know she is queen like it mm-hmm. i think they were handed a, um that monarchy was just handed the um what's the saying dealt the dealt the wrong cards um in that situation they kind of were set up for failure to begin with so when i think about this game a few thoughts comes to mind First, it's uh, that meme from RuPaul's Drag Race. Opulence! <laughs> you own everything! <laughs> and uh, the second thing that I'm thinking about is how I am torn between Eat the Rich and Give Me That Tiara made with a ruby, emerald, sapphire, and 52 carat diamond. Now... <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> this game just uh, just makes me confused. Do I want to eat the rich or do I want to be opulent? <laughs> yeah, the motive. You go. The motive's yeah. relatable. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one of the things that I noticed is so Unlike White Wolf of Ice Cold Creek, where Nancy is actually hired to be the maid as part of her undercover thing, Nancy's not the maid in this game, so why does Dexter keep forcing her to do chores? She's literally supposed to be a guest here, and that too, she's a friend of the owner, and Dexter just forces her to do like all his work mm-hmm. and refuses to fix her radiator. Yeah, like, that's what I, I noticed. Nancy Is should that... leave one star on, like, TripAdvisor or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. There was an opportunity for him to do it. When he was, uh, when she asked him, can you fix my radiator now? He was like, not yet. I just got, I just got uh, a call about the stairs being dark. So you need to do, go to the breaker and check that out. Which, by the way, is it appropriate for Dexter to ask her to go and fix the lighting with the breaker? Not at all. A teenage girl? (laughs) I'm just saying. But he could have totally just fixed that radiator while she was fixing the breaker. Or he could have just asked, he could have just given her the stuff and she could have fixed the radiator herself. Because, I mean, she could have. It's probably easier than easier than disarming a bomb. I'm just saying, she could have done it. Uh, so yeah, and I mean, isn't a leaking radiator dangerous? Like, shouldn't that be kind of the number one thing Dexter fixes? Because it it was like hissing, so I assumed that there was like a gas leak or something. Yeah, which is why I think that Dexter being asked to become Christie's partner at the end, I'm like, you want to ask this incompetent man <laughs> yeah. to be your partner? Excuse me? Have you noticed that he asked a teenage girl to do all the work for him have you to notice this <laughs> so yeah this is why i do not support dexter becoming christie's partner and on a similar note all the employees that we meet in this game at the resort are lazy <laughs> because in the beginning of the game when you go talk to jocks for the first time he wants you to drop off the boots to hotchkiss and it's like that's your job. 
It's two like two Wait, no, flights of to, stairs. To be fair, it was well, it was Dexter who asked Nancy. Well, Nancy asked if she could help, and he oh. was like, "Um, you know, you uh, if you want to help, you could ask Jacques for the Hotchkiss boots. Then you could drop it off to." Jacques uh, also said that he's not a bellhop. That's why he wouldn't do what it. What does yes. he do then? But Nancy is yep. apparently. That- <laughs> Uh, Jacques knows his own boundaries. He knows how Dexter is, and he's like, I'm not about to let this little old man tell me how to do my job, tell me what what things to do, okay? That's his job, not mine. But Nancy... Nancy, she doesn't know how to say no, apparently. Yeah, I was going to say, because it seems like if you let him, Dexter will just kind of walk all over you and make you do anything. And another reason why Dexter is incompetent, not only did he give us the wrong locker, mm-hmm. he gave us the combination to a locker that it was already occupied. Yeah. Like, it's, this, it's, it's a simple task. How do you fuck that up? Imagine if Nancy was someone else. She could have stolen Lisa's stuff, and Lisa could have probably, I don't know, sued the hotel for... Th- I don't know what Vonder theft, but yeah, I was gonna say that my only main complaint about the plot in this game is that it's like you are hit with that wall of chores right in the beginning. It's like you don't even have like any other good stuff first. It's just like you get out of bed, you go downstairs, and then you have like a task list to do. It feels uh, a little non-detective-y, but I also passionately hate the chores in Nancy Drew games, so (laughs) I don't know if it's being completely unreasonable, but it's just, like, I don't know, it just, it ruins the flow for me. Yeah, um, the thing about Treasure in the Royal Tower is that, um, the plot is interesting, but... They tried to pad it up by having someone give them, give Nancy stuff to do, like chores. That's how they try to pad it up. So it makes the game longer. We have to do all of this in order to progress. Because if there weren't for the chores, we could have ended this game in a few minutes. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah, just saying. Um, if, like, for example, if we were to get that scan right away, we could have just gone into that secret, into that secret tunnel, just like that, and found the tower. There you go. We we just found it. <laughs> I do not dislike the plot, but it's. Uh, I actually find the plot very compelling it's just that it, the gameplay they made it so that it's padded with like chores and it's kind of a bummer but mostly compared to, to message in a haunted mansion i think that the gameplay is better there are more puzzles in my opinion there are more puzzles that uh, were more compelling and i i want to make a remark Whoever came up with the menu for the Wickford Castle menu, <laughs> they, um, I want to give kudos to that They person. deserve a raise. 
Yes, because I just I love whatever is on that menu. Uh, the names that it came up with. For example, a better than nothing broccoli surprise. I want to see what this is. <laughs> I bet it's Jello. I bet it's broccoli Jello. Ew. Oh. <laughs> Ew. And they had like key in parentheses to enlightenment lime pie. Uh, they had Odyssey to Banana Land, and they had a Hot Diggity, All You Can Eat, Fried Chicken Drumsticks, stuff like that. It's 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 really fun. Me, I love these names. I feel like if you ate off that menu for like longer than a week, you'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> you yep. would get clogged arteries very quickly. Yes, definitely. I mean, maybe maybe your broccoli could go for most of your vegetables i guess <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to see the positive here but yeah you might suffer from a heart attack after a week of eating this and i love how hotchkiss is like i'm not much of a meat eater but i'll take 50 chicken drumsticks please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay not much of a meat eater got it <laughs> and like how she's ordering she's trying to order couscous off of basically a kid's menu that has like (laughs) bologna sandwiches i find it so interesting that in his 60 70 years on this earth he never dexter never heard of he was in jail (laughs) yeah he was in prison for 25 years which i guess we'll get into with the characters 25, uh, 80 minus 25. He's There's not 80. He is not 80. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. He was, okay, okay. So he was like uh, a, a little kid. Was a little kid in like 1945, right? Yeah. yeah. And this game was what? Like 2000 something? Yeah, it was like roughly 2000. Yes, 2001. So he was probably born in like the early 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was Okay, would... so he's 70. Okay. All right. Yeah, but 80 is too old. <laughs> and also, I want to point out that um, the fact that there's this big castle, which is at a hotel as well, mm-hmm. and they only have three guests, it makes it kind of like weird because how do you stay in business? It The fact that we can explore this big castle and... There is like literally nobody except for. I said three, right? Wait, which one is the third guest? There's Hotchkiss, Lisa, and. Oh, no, I guess two, two guests. Yeah. Nancy. Nancy. Three Nancy. Three Nancy. Yeah. Three, well, yeah, yeah. So three with Nancy. I'm guessing that maybe it was an off weekend. There was a blizzard. Maybe Nancy got a. Yeah, Nancy got a Groupon deal or something. Oh, probably. Maybe it's an off season, but yeah. even then, three guests for like a big castle like that, it's not a good sign. I want to say it was implied that it was because of the storm, but... Yeah, that like other people couldn't get up Yeah, there. I don't know why more people wouldn't have just been trapped inside them. Alright, so we can kind of tap into the characters. The first character I do have is Dexter Egan written down. Um, so Dexter Egan was an orphan who was adopted by the castle's original owner, millionaire Ezra Wickford. Dexter grew up in the castle and now resides there as the caretaker. And then a little snippet is, are there secrets about the castle that he's trying to hide? Did we already mention that he is incompetent? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one, one thing I guess that's important to know about Dexter is 
he went to prison for 25 years for, I believe it was passing fake checks Mm -hmm. and identity fraud. Mm -hmm. He was using like fake IDs and him and his friends were passing bad checks. And so he went to prison. We don't know exactly when. We know that he left the castle at age 16. It's I don't think it's stated exactly how old he was when he went to prison. But I think that you can find a newspaper in the game that tells you he got out of prison a few years prior to the start of the game. Mm-hmm. I think that was in the shed outside. Yeah. But we found out more about what he did, the bad things he did in a scrapbook, which by the way, let's talk about I that scrapbook. I was waiting to talk about the scrapbook. So yeah. excited. Yes. That is very so, important to his character. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. They had, there were two scrapbooks. There was one where it says when he was good, he was very good. But when he was bad, he was horrid. Like, it sounds... It's also me, like, when he was by, he was a fucking monster that needed to be locked away. I also think that it's so wild for a parent to keep a scrapbook full of every bad thing their child ever did. Like, can you imagine if your parents did that to you? Like, every bad grade you got on a test, every, like, parking ticket, and they just kept it in a scrapbook for years. I, I think that's, like, so hilarious. Like... Okay, you have this nice scrapbook set up. They put like little flowers in the corner of your your parking uh-huh. tickets and your minor crimes. And then yeah. uh, extended family comes over. They're like, okay, let's just like get out all the scrapbooks and look through them. Let's see what little Johnny's up to. I mean, don't your parents, when you're now that you're adults, don't they have, put up, don't they open in front of you the scrapbooks of everything horrible that you did? <laughs> oh my gosh, daughter. Do you remember when you threw that egg on that house and you got into trouble with the <laughs> law? <laughs> oh, that was so uh, you funny. Were, you were oh, so remember, <laughs> remember when you were caught cheating and the professor had to, to suspend the school had to suspend you. <laughs> Such good memories. I'd be sitting there like, this is why I don't come home for the holidays. Yeah, I feel like there might have been parenting problems involved if... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, remember when you got that court order and then you got sent in jail? <laughs> oh my gosh, I have such fond memories over this. <laughs> remember when you assaulted that old lady and beat her up and stole her purse? Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, this truly wild parenting on Ezra Wickford's part to make both of these scrapbooks. I mean, at least he had a good one, like... Yeah, at least he had a good one, but to make a scrapbook of all the bad memories you have with your son is just extra. Also, if you compare the good with the bad, in the good ones, it's mostly like, oh, he got, uh, he won a spelling bee, Mm -hmm. or oh, he helped this, you know, old lady, um, oh, he got a badge in his boy scouts or some shit like that and in a horrible scrapbook and he's like he tried to fraud by using fake checks oh he did some vandalism on his uh, school stuff like that it's like um pretty sure the bad one always the good one by a lot yeah definitely yeah 
I didn't even think about that. Like, oh, look, this is a picture of him picking up his toys. Wow, so good. And then on the other end, it's like, he, he, he shot someone. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, your character is a gray, a uh, uh, character in the gray area. Good congratulations, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other, any other um, tidbits, things about Dexter, or can we move on to our next character? I feel like um, Dexter is definitely one of the most interesting and probably most liked characters by the fandom as a whole because you could go throughout the game and he never explains to you why he did this and he did that he is way more multi-dimensional than most characters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be honest this this game gave us two very iconic characters yes. dexter and hotchkiss um and they are still thought about or talked about to this day mm-hmm. um, especially hotchkiss but when it concerns concerns dexter he is considered one of the multi most multi-faceted characters because um he is not just good or bad he is complicated he is someone who was adopted he did all of this but he doesn't really he can't explain why he is just unexplainable and to this and today he just wants to get redeemed and he just wants to get be forgiven we as the players we can only guess why he did all of this horrible stuff and broke Ezra's heart. Although that scrapbook might have been a hint. But this is probably why people remember the character of Dexter and consider him one of the best characters. Some, some, in one, some of the best characters in the Nancy Drew series. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like... In terms of, actually in terms of all the characters in this game, I think at least compared to later games in the series, there really isn't that much dialogue. So everything you learn about any of the characters, and especially Dexter, is stuff that you have to discover and read for yourself. So it's like, you really don't talk to him that much, except for him like telling you what to do. And yet he's like this super interesting character because of the things you come across. So I think that's a really cool way to do it. Yeah, definitely. And also the fact that we explained to Dexter where that red, that red clay came yeah, the, from. Yeah, the red, red dust clay? on mm-hmm. her boots. You have two opportunities to explain to him. You can either lie the first time and tell him later or tell him straight up. And he's like very understanding, especially if you do the second option, like where you tell him later and say, I'm sorry, but like, I'm going to be honest with you. He's like very understanding. He's like, I was wondering when you were going to tell me that, da, 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 da. like kind of like that grandpa character a little bit. Like he's very caring and like cares about Nancy when he finds her knocked out and all that kind of thing. Like he's like very like, like that quiet, grandpa (laughs) like who's like he cares about you but he's not going to be expressive with his emotions yeah and he didn't get mad at you when Mm -hmm. when you told him where the red dust came from he was actually very impressed with you yeah with Mm -hmm. your inquisitive Mm -hmm. mind which you wouldn't expect you would think that he would get mad that you 
overstep your boundaries and went when you, where you weren't supposed to. But he was like, oh, I remember. I tried to get to that tower when I was a kid and all of that. You could feel in his voice that he still has fond memories about his childhood, despite whatever happened when he was younger. Despite the fact that he got that he got disowned by his old man, he's still like, oh yeah, I remember that thing from when I was younger. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, he's a very over, like very well thought out character. Um, any last bits about Dexter? I was just, uh, I was thinking when I replayed the game this past week, because it had been a long time, I I realized you could do something towards the end of the game that I don't think I ever noticed before. And I don't know if everyone did this, but when, I think it was after you got into the tower, like the tower room, and you looked at the stuff on the floor. Oh, and um, at least once you got into the passageway, because you could ask him about the, the chain puzzle. But basically you could ask, like, how do I figure this out? And uh, I didn't know you could do that because then he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, we can't talk about this here. Someone could be listening. Uh, Call me later. And then you go up to your room and you call him and Mm. he's like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) He just leads you on. He's like, oh, this is a big secret. We don't want prying eyes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, he's a Yeah, cool. he is. <laughs> Maybe go wow. all the way upstairs for this. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. I, di- I don't, I didn't know that either. I might have. I don't, I have horrible memory. So. I didn't even know you could call him in the game, but it was, if you dial the operator. That's okay. In the last game, I didn't know you could press M and you'd get a map for the computer maze. So I feel oh. so bad for you. Wow. <laughs> That's the only yeah. way I ever solved those maze puzzles. There's I- a map? Yeah, you press <gasps> I <just> M. Me. <laughs> I had, who would know that though? That's so. I mean, I don't want to say it's random, but like, what are you gonna do? Press every key, like, oh, tab, space bar. <laughs> I'm not alone. Wait, hold on, map, map, what, map, what? Hold You're on. Tar- Wait, what? The last game, I because we, I didn't. A lot of us don't know about. You could call Dexter. I was saying that's okay. I didn't know you could press M on the map in the last game apparently i wasn't alone so (laughs) yeah that's wild i found out the day we recorded (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right let's move on to jacques brunet jacques is a former french olympic skater who has now retired as a ski instructor at wickford castle he has a fiance named isabel whom he is very eager to marry his great grandfather helped prepare the castle's tower for shipment to Wisconsin, so perhaps his ties to the castle run deeper than meets the eye. Okay, so I want to ask everybody, do you find Jacques no. attractive? No. No. No, okay, okay. Not so at all. I'm, okay, I want to ask, I want to ask whoever made this game do they find Jack attractive? <laughs> he's supposed to be like he's supposed to be like hot, I think, but he just isn't to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like even after, even if we were to say a single word to him, he doesn't look that attractive. According to Lisa, she's like Jacques is vavavoo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like 
Vava where? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a thing of like Americans being like, oh, he's so exotic because he's French. And that's why they think he's hot. The phone call like, with Bess. Yeah. I as someone who lives in Quebec, I'm not I'm not French, but I live in a French I live in the French speaking part of the world. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> let me just say I am not impressed. Just because you're French, uh, am I supposed to be impressed? I'm gonna do, have to do better. It's than the that. accent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, accent. Yeah, he just sucks as a person. I really dislike him. He's sexist, low key. Not even he, low key, oh, high yeah. key. Sorry, he's sexist, high key. <laughs> like the things he says to Nancy is just like, no, dude, step off. Like, <laughs> so the fact that he refers himself as a French work of art, I'm like, that is. Uh, very bold of you to say considering um you are not that attractive sorry not sorry he said work of art but he didn't say which work of art i mean he could have been comparing himself to like the scream or something (laughs) oh my my god (laughs) (laughs) okay all right i'll give him some slack because he could have referred to him himself as yeah i don't know uh whatever horror movie (laughs) does jacques ever say how old he is because i remember that at the beginning of the game he says that his fiance goes to um university of wisconsin madison he looks for yeah that's what so i was like he he's dating she could be going to grad school i just just assumed he meant undergrad but who knows but even if she's like twenty five and he's like forty, that's still really cool. Well, he's a, a retired Olympian, so how old's the cutoff for you? Being usually an peak in your thirties in oh, sports. So yeah, I it's think. possible he is that old. <laughs> yeah, I mean he could be a bit younger because I I think it's said that he retired early because he had like he messed up at the Olympics or something and his career pretty much ended there. Mm-hmm, so okay. he may have had to retire earlier than he would have. Why is an Olympian struggling for money anyway? Shouldn't he? I think it's because he was disgraced when he messed up, so he couldn't. I guess his contracts were probably pulled or something, so he can't make money anymore. That's how you know that it was made in the 2000s, because if it was right now, he would be getting so much deals. Do not underestimate the power of memes. True. Bad publicity is good yeah. publicity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fail compilation. Shock Brene. Yeah, everybody would be talking about him. It would be a good mm-hmm. thing, you know? But also, I want to ask, when you tell him, okay, that's all I wanted to say to you, uh, he says ciao. Why does he say ciao when he is French? Uh, it's not a it's not Ciao, he's Italian now. <laughs> Au revoir. That would have been more appropriate for his character. Yeah. I don't know if any of you guys noticed this, but Jacques' character model, the his biceps are they're made in such a way that they look very strange on his arms. Like his biceps don't match his shoulders. So if you look at his character model. He has these like bulging biceps 
But then when you see where like his armpit area is, it's not where his bicep ends. <laughs> so it looks like he has like water wings on. <laughs> And I I noticed it when I was doing my notes for this game, and I couldn't unsee it after that. Yeah, uh, gotta like for everyone in the audience, please go look up Jacques um, in this game. <laughs> Just specifically go look at Jacques' bicep, specifically because it's pretty funny. Uh, I'll be honest. When you said both, I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, so sorry. I, I'm gonna go in the corner now. <laughs> go in the horny corner. Yes, you're in timeout now. But ew, how did you not notice this? this yeah, like, like once you see it, you like can't unsee form. it. It's like they photoshopped different arms on a guy with skinny. Arms. It literally looks like he's wearing like floaties. <laughs> and you never know when the castle could flood. Oh my gosh, I see it. <laughs> yeah, you it see now. it, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Literally. Once it is seen, it cannot be unseen. Um also, um, but yeah, Jacques is misogynistic apparently. The way he refers yes. to American woman, mm-hmm. even though he is about to marry an American woman, which, by the way, I want to say to Isabel, please, please fly, flee, flee. You can find better. But no, she got married to him, which I'm not okay with. It's so like their whole relationship in my brain was just sketchy to begin with because even like, even like her parents don't like him. Her parents don't like him because. They're like, he should have bought you a ring. I mean, I guess, to be fair, I guess her parents are probably like, this dude's broke. Like, he can't even buy you a ring. How's he going to take care of you? Like, you have student loans to pay, Isabel. <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Um, yeah, Reasonable. so it is fair. Reasonable, though. That being said, Nancy, Nancy makes a comment about the green card thing, too, though. She says, like, oh, I hope that Jacques isn't marrying her to get to be able to stay in this country. And I was like, when did he say that, Nancy? His locker. There is um, the government sends him a letter saying that he has a month left of his visa right before he has to leave the country. So it, it comes across that he's marrying Isabel I, for a that green letter card. to me is a bit of a plot hole, and this is a bit of a nitpicky thing. But the letter says that he's here on a visitor's visa, but he's working at the castle. So he's if he's working there, then he's yeah. working there illegally because he doesn't have a work visa. So I don't know. Or, I'm assuming yeah. that was just a slip up on her interactive's part, but that could have been an interesting detail that he's like working illegally to get money. Well, it wouldn't be the first or last time that there's mm. a pothole in an NC2 game. But I, to be fair, I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> and the the main thing that makes us really not like Jacques is that when we got clobbered on our head, Nessie got clobbered on her head and she woke up in her room and she called him. He showed no concern for well-being. He was only focused on the fact that the medallion got stolen, which, by the way, way to go, Romeo. (laughs) But, like, literally, he couldn't care less 
about the fact that Nancy, you know, got attacked, got assaulted. Yeah. A woman got assaulted and you're only, you're angry at her for losing the medallion. Get real, honey. He calls her being passed out on the floor taking a cat nap. Damn, yeah. I I was rubbed off by this. And there is an inconsistency here. Mm-hmm. If you talk to both Dexter and Jacques, which makes it way worse if it's real because Dexter said that he found Nancy on the floor and he carried her to her bedroom. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't mention Jacques. But Jacques says that he found her taking a catnap on the floor. So either he found her and he just left like her, her and left her like that on the floor. Either that or he and uh, Dexter both discovered Nancy, but Dexter is the one who carried her up while he was watching him carry mm-hmm. her. He didn't help. So, yeah, regardless, he's a dick, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So that makes it him more... That makes it more fucked up. Which is why, Isabel, please. <laughs> it's not too late to divorce. It is not too late to divorce. <laughs> You've been married for him for 20 years. You can do it. So, yeah. Um, fuck Jack, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate... I wish you had the opportunity to, like, at least... Once you got the blue medallion back, I wish you could... Like, I tried to give it to him. I was like, okay, here's your medallion. Click on him. But and he's like, oh, go away. Yeah, you can't even give it back to him. or And then... You can't even... Tell him yeah, that you found it. Yeah, he'll be like, it's oh, really keep the stupid medallion. But like, well, you can't even tell him that we found it, which is weird. Yeah, I really wish they let you do or that. Or at least. least we show him the medallion, but we refuse to give it to him. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're like, ha, 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 I have it. You can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here you go. And then uh, and just pull it away at the last minute. Oh, sorry. Any final things about Jacques? I just want to say... Like, besides him being horrible, he's just, like, a super yeah. uninteresting character. Yeah. Yeah. Jacques Brunet? More like Jacques Bruneau. Okay, I'm gonna go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Alright, then our next person will be Professor Beatrice Hotchkiss. Professor Hotchkiss is an eccentric woman who was robbed but refuses to leave her room to talk to anyone about what happened. Chatty and knowledgeable, she is a scholar of French history specializing in Marie Antoinette. Is she trying to keep the treasure hidden by the doomed queen for herself? Jay, you do realize that you can tell your opinions from time to time, right? (laughs) <laughs> yes but i was letting others go first <laughs> like the kind of person i am but i will go first i love her <laughs> um honestly no i do really love hotchkiss um i mean honestly i i can't pass up a woman who studies french history specializing in marie antoinette you know what i mean um I also find it hilarious that she'll never remembers Nancy's name unless it's convenient for her. There's like times where she remembers it and times that she doesn't. 
<laughs> yeah. I find that hilarious. Yeah, I love how she, like, once she called Nancy Candy as if it was more realistic for Nancy to have a stripper name than any other name. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Candy, Mandy, Standy. Oh, my gosh. Ah, those are the only three I can remember. Wow. But, but I'm like, those, none of those sound, well, I guess they do sound like Nancy, but I'm like, they all have D or um, A and D. Oh my Andy God. Drew. A- yeah, like the, instead of the C. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and we do get to talk to her. She does come out of her room a bit. Um, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. though. My favorite <laughs> night owl cougar. Yes, she, that eyeshadow is a choice. It is. Can we also talk about the fact that she's creepy when she opens her door? Yeah. Like, <laughs> when she was like, oh, is it Jacques with my boots? And then Nancy was like, no, that it's Nancy with your boots. And the disappointment that she expressed when she learned that it was Nancy instead of Jacques <laughs> with her boots. And I'm like, so I guess the Hotchkiss is into younger men, huh? Interesting. So she is a cougar. Yeah. The eyeshadow gave it away. You know, I will not judge Hotchkiss. I mean, good for her, but she could go for better than Jacques. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the age difference between Hotchkiss and Jacques is smaller than Jacques and his fiance. <laughs> it's possible. It's likely. <laughs> probably like 10 years yeah. difference, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. I guess she's Compared probably like 20. 60, though. Yeah, that's how, kind of how old I guess she was. Still close. I put her at 50, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, does anyone else really like Hotchkiss, or is it just me? <laughs> I, I, I'm okay oh. with her. Like, I'm not like a huge Hotchkiss fan, to be honest. I find her kind of annoying. Oh my gosh, Nikki. You might... You might as well just lock your house <laughs> and um, go into hiding. For They're a coming for you. We'll protect you. Don't worry. We will protect you. <laughs> People are about to come for me. I guess I just like the quirky characters because you have to remember I do like, um, oh God, I already forgot her name. <laughs> and the second one, the, the crazy old lady in the Abby? prop room. Oh, uh, no, I don't Mila. like Abby. Millie. Millie, there it is. I was like, no, I do not like Abby at all. <laughs> Honestly, I used to love Hotchkiss, but the fact that they brought her back twice in future games, um, really... Four times. Four times? Hold on. She's in four games. Really? I thought. Wait, hold wow. on. That's a lot. There is Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, Hotchkiss is two, in Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Tomb of the Lost Queen. Yes. With, plus the plus Treasure in the Royal Tower. Yeah, but what's the fourth one? Somebody told me she was in in four of them. Uh, I only remember three. Google. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I I I think it is. I am totally not googling right now. Uh oh, she was in. Wait, hold on. What? She was in Secret Skin Kill. No, what? she wasn't. She wasn't in Secret Skin Kill Remastered. Uh, her book. I am incorrect. It is three. Her book 
was in Secrets Can Kill Remastered. That's probably oh, what okay. I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, no, she's verbally in three games. <laughs> and physically in one. Yes, yeah, so um, the fact that they brought her back twice, I don't know, it made her... It made it lose a bit of charm to the character. Um, not that um, not that she's a bad character, don't get me wrong. It's just that they turned her into a gimmick rather than an actual character. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They brought her back and they just, you know, continued her into, into playing this gimmick. And really, she had pretty much no purpose in being there maybe they could have they could have spin it she is a historian that is her purpose no, but here's the thing here's the thing like they did too much that's the problem they did way too yeah, much yeah i don't i don't know why she's in two of lost queens but legend of the crystal skull at least makes sense yeah in crystal skull i will say this if they only did crystal skull i'd be like i still love her character she's all she's good and all of that but she came back for Tomb of the Lost Queen and she went into a whole speech about how she has this calendar about hot archaeologists. It's like, I don't know. She would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you think it's... Okay, it is funny. It is funny. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but they caricatured her way too much. And we forgot... It's a, 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 We forgot the character in the first place, and not the caricature, if you understand I what I mean. I feel like that's kind of a standard her interactive thing to do, is, like, take a good thing and then beat it to death over the series. I mean, just thinking Sunny June, mostly. Yeah, definitely. I can't think of other examples off the top of my head, but it's like, like, oh, wow, well, uh, people really like this character, so let's ruin it. I did say that the fact that they brought her back twice kind of ruined a bit. But if you see her only through the lens of the her first appearance in the game, she's fantastic, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And she just is so memorable. And her passion, we can feel her passion on the subject, on French history, on Marie Antoinette. And you can really feel her energy, uh, her cookiness. So it really brought a bit of life into the game compared to her counterparts, her character counterparts, where... Dexter is a bit more grumpy. Um, Jacques is a bit more like Jacques, to be honest. And um, we have Lisa, who is a bit more chill. But like more... Um, there is not much to say about Lisa. We don't talk much about to Lisa, to be honest. Um, but Hotchkiss, she was a bit more lively. So it really brought a lot of life to the game. And yeah, and uh, her passion for the subject really made her likable, in my opinion. Uh, but I'm curious to think, I'm curious to know about why you didn't like her, Nikki. My, I don't know. So it's a few things. Basically, like, I didn't like how she kind of imposes on Dexter with all her weird food requests. 
I just think like there's being quirky and there's like inconveniencing others. And I felt that like asking for couscous when you know it's not on the menu is kind of obnoxious. And I mean, she does order drumsticks, but she orders like 50 drumsticks and like y'all are snowed in. She probably ate all the drumsticks. <laughs> so like, and then I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't find her to be like as great as people think she is. I will say the couscous debacle is she didn't have a menu. Did she really not have a menu though? Oh, true. You right. What if she did? No, Mine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if I recall correctly, we, uh, we would knock on the door and ask her what she wants for dinner. And she'll be like, oh, I want couscous. So we asked Dexter and he's like, oh, I don't know what couscous is. So can she, can't she order something off the menu? So we would go back and she would be like, well, I don't have a menu. So we would give her a menu and slide it under the door. Then she would look at the menu and order 50 chicken drumsticks. Which, by the <laughs> way... Um, I have friends who eat a lot, like eat two, three plates, but I don't think there it's, I don't know if it's humanly possible to eat 50 chicken drumsticks. I don't think it is. That is, <laughs> that is a lot of drumsticks. Like what I guess, kind of, what if she rationed them out for like a week? That was the only <laughs> thing she ate. Possibly. But what about Ew. what about broccoli surprise? <laughs> <laughs> the surprise is that it looks like broccoli, but it's actually just green drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of drumsticks that are made to look like a stalk of broccoli. <laughs> that sounds way worse than actual broccoli. <laughs> I think my thoughts on Hotchkiss are is that she, I want to say she might be one of the most iconic characters, like suspects in the game series as a whole, but it's also because she shows up earlier on in the series. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I wouldn't say she's like the most interesting character. I mean, she, I like her history knowledge and her passion and stuff like that, but it's not like she has some tragic backstory. Like, I would say Dexter is more interesting, but I would say, yeah, she's she's definitely entertaining. So, good. Mm -hmm. Eight out of ten. All right. Um, I want to give some honorable mentions to Ned Nickerson <laughs> for being our, our, our Charlie. <laughs> for finally being the Ned that we all know and love. <laughs> yeah fun fact this was the first game which scott cardi voiced ned for and he would continue yes. to for the rest of the series congratulations to scott you did it you made it <laughs> you did it your charlie was just too great to not be ned <laughs> <laughs> and then um we have the uh og Bess and mar like not og Bess and marvin but like um Bess and the originals marvin? Bess and Marvin? Yeah. <laughs> Marvin. I like it. <laughs> Screw George. It's Bess and Marvin Bess now. Bess and Marvin. Uh, we still have the um, voice actors from the um, previous games uh, that voice Bess and George. So there's not much to say other than they just sound really young and annoying. <laughs> All right. I'm glad I'm not the yeah. only one. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't want to talk to you people. 
<laughs> We've mentioned it before. Of, on the topic of voice acting, I actually think that Nancy's voice sounds different in this game. I don't know if anyone noticed this, but yeah, it's like more high pitched. So I'm not sure why Lonnie went with that this go around. I didn't like it. I did actually notice that. I was like, Nancy sounds a little younger, like trying to be a little younger. Less, yeah. Less Nancy. I don't know how to explain it. but yeah. yeah, like in the earlier games, Lonnie would do a deeper voice for Nancy. But this one, she kind of uses a higher inflection. And I was like, maybe they told her to change it up a bit for this game. It's like a third game, but I don't know. Or fourth game. Maybe she was actually in a studio this time. Maybe. Because you did mention last time that she would do a lot of lines from home. So, yeah. Let's move on to Lisa Ostrom. Lisa is a photojournalist who is at the castle to write an article about old Midwestern mansions. She loves to gossip about the other people in the castle, and she seems very interested in the castle's tower. Could she have an ulterior motive for picking this castle for her story? Yes. <laughs> well, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's the culprit. <laughs> She's the the no good doer person. <laughs> she has a bad bad wig. <laughs> <laughs> that gives her away right away. <laughs> she has yeah. a bad wig. To be wig. fair, though, she got we got spoiled by Hotchkiss herself. When she revealed to us that Lisa was in her room and she got mistaken by a maid for a maid. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, didn't she is... say she was a maid? She didn't get mistaken. Yeah, she for one. told Hotchkiss she was a maid because um, Hotchkiss says that Lisa went to her room and she was like, "But I didn't ask for a maid or something." So Lisa, yeah. I think, lied and said she was like housekeeping to get in. So that mm-hmm. is kind of a culprit giveaway at the beginning. Plus, I. I think that was over the time where the blue medallion, like after you got knocked out and the blue medallion was Mm -hmm. missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then previously under Hotchkiss's pillow, there wasn't anything there. And then Hotchkiss says that about Lisa being in a room and then you go back in the room and then the blue medallion is planted in there. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, hmm, I wonder. (laughs) Because she's trying to make it seem like it's Hotchkiss, and then she tries to make it seem like it's Dexter, and then it's just like, girl, pick one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's it's like, there is a lot of giveaways as to why she would have been the culprit before we find out she is the culprit. Yeah, there's a lot, because you find out early on that she lies about being fluent in Spanish. She has mm-hmm. fake IDs. She lied about being a maid to get into Hotchkiss's room. So I think that the game makes it fairly obvious that she's suspicious and more than the other characters. she tells us about Dexter carrying a shiny ornament, but she's like, oh, you go ahead. I'm going to guard that comfy chair. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Aren't you... Journalist, why don't you want to find out what is happening? Yeah, she's like, oh, oh, I'm too busy. I need to work. I need to write my article, and then she like goes back reading her magazine. The only one she yeah. brought, <laughs> the, and she only reads one article too. Over, <laughs> really and good over. Article. So I will say though, I do respect that Lisa just spills tea on everyone in the castle. Every time you talk to her, she's always ready. To gossip and you know i respect that me <laughs> <laughs> she's me and i love how nancy 
um, when she confronted her about the IVs and she was like, yeah, what about it? And, um, she, uh, and she told her that, you know, being a photojournalist, you don't have time to play by the rules and that uh, she's sure that Nancy knows what she means. It's as if she knew that Nancy was a detective. I, I don't I like that. I don't know if Nancy, I don't think she mentioned it, but I don't think she kept it a secret either. So she, Lisa probably looked her up or something. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I think she, Nancy didn't say it, but she also like introduced herself to Lisa by being like, yeah, I want to break into the library. Like, it wasn't very subtle. And also, when um, Lisa was like, I barely passed the Spanish in school, and Nancy was like, Habla Espanol? <laughs> Not said, really. What kind of flex is that? <laughs> she literally just told you that she was fail- she failed the Spanish well, in school, and you're going to flex like that? The, what was that for? The reason that Nancy does that is because it, when you snoop in Lisa's locker, you find a letter that she wrote in fluent Spanish to her friend. So you Nancy knows, I think, at that point that Lisa is lying. I think that's why she does that. It could be before or it could be after. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think there's a way to ask her before she snoops in the locker. But I think most people snoop in the locker before asking her because... The reason why we brought it up is because we talked about Hotchkiss being a talking a foreign language and she was like, I'm not sure maybe she is a French if she's a French teacher, but don't quote me on that. I barely passed Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why we brought it up. Yeah. But at that point there's a possibility we haven't looked into our locker yet. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but Lisa looks like an older version of Connie Watson. Depending on what version of the game you're playing, she looks like a younger version of Connie Watson. Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god. No, wait, hold on. I was thinking the, the original one. But yeah, like, maybe. Say, she, she looks like Connie Watson grew up and she went in a phase called like hard drugs and <laughs> she ended oh, up no. <laughs> and she ended up in that tower trying to find a way to get some money <laughs> but yeah i i i don't know there's a there's a big similarity in physical appearance between the connie and lisa they definitely have a similar style and haircut Mm-hmm. I think Lisa only looks older because of her uh, her older woman boobs. <laughs> <laughs> They're very low. <laughs> it's like distracting. Yeah. And that wig in her ID, like Lee, Tanya Lee Good. Oh, the, Tanya is Lee it the Gooding, blonde? The blonde mm-hmm. wig. It's the blonde oh. blonde wig. Like um, that wig is so not flattering. It was awful. Yeah. Yes, I don't know who told her that she looked she looked like she looked good, but whoever did, they were lying. Like someone should have snatched that wig out of her head and be like, try again. <laughs> whoever took that picture for her ID probably was probably afterwards talked to their 
co-workers and be like, have you seen that lady with that awful wig? <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I don't know why they had her voice acting be the way it was because I don't think it matches her appearance at all. It's so, so bad. It's so bad. It is true, though. Yeah, it's her the voice acting. Um, it's kind of yeah. High pitch. She sounds like a middle schooler, like Nancy. <laughs> also, yeah. she's younger than Connie Watson. So she's younger than Connie yeah. Watson. <laughs> she's she's Connie Watson in middle school. Or she is Connie's mother, but uh, she wants to be connie's a sister you know like your the, your mother wants oh she's to be like a, a cool mom the cool mom yeah <laughs> yeah so according to her fake ids like based on the year she was born she's 25 yeah so i hope she's not connie's mom <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, yeah. Well, she could be really Connie's sister. Which, by the way, like, I'm co- I can't be the only one who sees that they have the same shirt. <laughs> yeah, they definitely borrowed a lot of elements of Connie's design for Lisa. I want to understand why she would try give us a medallion. Like, Lisa obviously wants us to get the medallion so we would solve the puzzle and then she'll be mm-hmm. able to swoop in but what would she try to kill us by locking the door it doesn't make any sense to be honest i think maybe at first she was like oh i need to throw nancy off my scent so i'm gonna eliminate her but then i think somewhere along the way she's like wait a second i can just sit back and let nancy do all the work and i'll get the treasure so i'm guessing maybe she just changed her mind hmm. halfway through oh that makes sense I guess. Hmm. I mean, I'm like, what's her real motive other than getting rich, really? So yeah, did she think she anything out? And Probably why not. do I sympathize with the villain? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Money. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, she didn't think anything out because think no. about um, the fact that she vandalized the library and, because okay. she misread the French. Also, at the end of the game, Lisa's plan does not make sense because basically she knocks out Nancy and runs away, but they're still snowed in, right? So where was she going to go? She took the diamond, but how is she going to get away? Because they were still trapped in there. She's going to dig a tunnel. <laughs> um, And then once she finally got done digging that tunnel, uh, <laughs> it might take her a couple years. <laughs> I just, I thought that it was so nice of Lisa to agree to answer all of our questions before she runs off you know with that yeah <laughs> she does um, and also i have to i have to respect a woman who uses spicy devil villain venom i have to respect a woman who, re- who uses madonna as a reference where did she reference madonna Wait. okay you, oh you haven't seen it it's she was like it's a material world and i'm a material girl oh oh yeah okay yeah as we are living. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give her respect for that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the fact that she mistranslated, I mean, it's so sad. The era before uh. Google Translate. It's just it's so sad. <laughs> All of the thousands of dollars worth of damage caused. It's just... It's mm-hmm. just... I'm trying to think. what. It, so, in Spanish, it's Biblioteca. 
What is it in French? Wait, biblioteca is bibliothèque, which is... So how does she not... How does she read whatever word it was and think it means library yeah, if she knows that, Spanish? That's also another plot hole of this game. <laughs> is there's no way she could have read that word as library. Yeah, especially since, like, I feel like anyone knows that, like, even I, like, I took Spanish and French, like, I could, like, kind of, I'm like, aren't they the same word, yeah, practically? I mean, <laughs> Lisa was fluent in Spanish, so she had seen Bibliotech, she should have immediately known certainly what it was, but that was not the word, because I think we do see what the actual French was. But, yeah, it's wait, on so the, hold on, yeah, okay, okay. I, I'm tipsy, like, rewind. So, what is the word that she, what is the word that she uh, didn't translate well? What is the word? I don't so remember. So she's translating one of the medallion things, I think, right? Yeah, something. And one she of those says things, she translates Stacey. it wrong and thinks it means library. But she's fluent in f- Spanish. And Spanish library is the same as Spanish French. so Or not Spanish French. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> so Spanish for library is the same as French for library. Like, they're very similar because they both derive from the same root language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, there's no way she could have read it as library. So it just kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, if I could see the word Maybe it's that, just she, us. that she mis- mistranslated, yeah, I could be like, yeah, I, you, doesn't make any sense. Or, uh, I don't remember it off the top of my head. Maybe we can look it up later and edit Wait, in. Wait, oh, is it... Was it like when you looked through the people with the medallion? Yeah. yeah. Okay, in that yeah. case, it's the the word is journal. Ah, journal. Yeah, how would you read that as library? Because what is it? Now I want to know what it is in Spanish. Because <laughs> like, I feel like she should be able to... Because that's how I like passed French was I already had a basic knowledge of Spanish. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is journal. The diamond of my misery is in the journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what Hotchkiss translates it to. And where you. does she get in library? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it makes no sense. <laughs> we don't know. What is the Spanish word for journal? Then maybe we might know. It it certainly would not be anything close to... I mean, it's the French word is journal. It doesn't take a genius to it, know well, that that means journal. In this context, it is diary. It is diary mm-hmm. uh, in English. Yeah. Or otherwise, it's newspaper. It could be diary or newspaper. Yeah. I guess this is why she left it up to Nancy, because I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish word for journal is... Dario, diario, Dario. Yeah. diary, diario. So maybe that's what okay, it was. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, girl, Lisa, I, I see you, Lisa. I see you. <laughs> also, I also wanna, I wanna point out that you would think after all these games, Nancy would have learned to um, carry a weapon or pepper spray or anything. But no. Why can't Nancy have some spicy devil villain venom? <laughs> but no. She is still <laughs> She's the not good guy. And now she got pepper spray. Yeah. See, I, I feel like Nancy should carry something. Anything. Ninja stars. Oh, and another thing about the translations. Like, I think that Nancy's pronunciation of french was pretty good in this game uh i just Mm -hmm. find it interesting that she can read and pronounce french really well but she still needs help from a hotchkiss to translate 
what the words mean. It's like, yeah, well, in Danger by Design, one of the future games, she says she took like two years of French in high school, so she has like a basic understanding of French. But she doesn't know what the words She's are. Being... <laughs> yeah, but she don't. She doesn't know what like journal means. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me after taking two years of French. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we need the help from the owl. Uh, what is it called? That app? Duolingo. Duolingo. We need help from Duolingo. Duolingo, help us. <laughs> hey y'all this is jay gregory here um thank you so much for listening to the real housewives of river heights um i apologize if i sound off while editing i do have a cold so my voice is a bit off but um this is going to be part one of episode four treasure in a royal tower part two will be released in a couple weeks that'll have the gameplay content and julia aka elise chen's q a they are an amazing creator they created a um a remastered version of treasure in the royal tower so seeing that in um updated graphics is amazing if you really love the game uh, so check that out and their social media is in the bio below as well as the real housewives of river heights social medias and as always, you can listen to us anywhere on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you like to listen, like, comment, share. Um, and as always, thank you and goodbye. I like the Sunny June stuff, but yeah, they ruined it in that game. We'll get... Like two years from now when we get to the Shatter Medallion, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> two years from now. <laughs> episodes every two weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, there are a lot of games yeah there are a lot of games 36 well i mean it's not likely we'll... are we including the dossiers no <laughs> okay. only i play those god i like the dossiers. i played them i like yeah, them i like those a lot okay good <laughs> all right <laughs> the bloopers <laughs>